Hey friends, did you know that Azure Communication Services gives you a library of the same battle-tested and trusted calling and chat services that we use for Microsoft Teams? David DeMatthew is here to show us how we can use these components in our own applications today on Azure Friday. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's Azure Friday. I'm here with David who's gonna teach me all about Azure Communication Services. How are you, sir? I am doing well, Scott. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to share uh, with everyone watching what Azure Communication Services can help them do. Yeah, it's even more important now being able to see each other over video and the stuff that you all are building over there is going to allow us to build our own communications applications on top of the same the same you know stuff that the Teams team uses, right? Correct. Um, so uh, Azure Communication Services is actually built on top of the same services that Microsoft Teams uses. Um, they include services like video and voice calling um, in order to create uh, really engaging applications where you can speak to your customers, chatting so that you can do both a synchronous and asynchronous uh, chat applications, uh, SMS that connects into the real telephone networks, uh, telephony for, for calling through those networks, as well as turn communications uh, for, for, um, for turn capabilities. Um, and really... Uh, what, what we envision here is that uh, developers are able to build applications that help them communicate with their customers better and that um, can bring in into this world of, of, um, of distancing and um, can bring uh, people together um, inside of their applications. Um, Very cool. One of the really cool things that Azure Communication Services enables um, because of that, that idea that it sits on top of the same services as Teams is that um, developers are able to build uh, applications that interrupt with with teams and so what does this mean um, basically if you are for example a banker and you are you have a you want to speak to a customer um, you might all you as the banker might already be using Microsoft teams for everyday activities whether it is uh, talking with your coworkers sending messages back and forth about different activities it, it's kind of part of your day-to-day -day, um, activity mm -hmm. um, you can connect with your customers who might be sitting on a custom application using Azure Communication Services, but they can connect with you through Teams. And so you, as, as the banker, you don't need to move from that application that you already know and, and trust uh, in the form of Microsoft Teams, uh, while your customer can have a custom application uh, that has all the branding, all of the, the trust that you bring through, 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 your, through your brand and your, and your look and feel. Um, and, they can, and they can be in that application and still connect with Oh, okay. So the customer doesn't have to install Teams. They think they're using, you know, Scott Financial, and I'm using the same Teams app that I'm using all day, every day. So each side is very comfortable. Correct. Um, uh, that, that's exactly right. And um, it, it really enables developers a, a, a new plethora of, 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 um, of possibilities that were not possible before. Um, and, and so for us, it's really important when we think about the type of user experience that developers are going to be building um, into the applications. There's a couple of different tenants that we think about um, when, when for developers. On, on one hand, we have the idea of identity. Um, so uh, Azure Communication Services is a bring-your-own-identity um, service, which, which means that developers can ultimately connect any type of identity service that they might already be using um, uh, with Azure Communication Services. It doesn't force them into using necessarily AAD or, um, or Microsoft 365, but they could use those if they wanted to. Um, we also enable them uh, to use uh, the service across platforms. So we support both uh, in-browser experiences uh, for, uh, in web, 
as well as we support native experiences across iOS, Android, and, and, um, and Windows uh, through our SDKs, which makes it really uh, powerful for developers to build applications across platforms and be able to power, um, give access to their customers. And finally, uh, when it comes to the look and feel, um, Azure Communication Services at its core is completely customizable, uh, meaning developers can build um, uh, any type of different applications that they want, um, because ultimately the core SDKs give them a lot of flexibility uh, for what to build. On top of the core SDKs, um, we are also enabling developers with our UI library to pick pieces um, that they can use to then build applications uh, without necessarily having to worry to build from scratch. That's cool. At, um, when we think about communication experiences, uh, they're, they're relatively complicated experiences in general. Um, the, there's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to building communications, whether it's uh, like maintaining state between chat and calling, um, uh, enabling things like video galleries that dynamically move participants around or uh, uh, place people depending on if they're speaking or not. Um, rendering remote video at the same time, previewing local video, controlling the call. And so inherently, communications experiences are not necessarily easy to, to build. And that's why um, from the Azure Communication Services, we've invested um, time and effort into building uh, our UI library uh, to make this easier for developers so that they don't need to start from scratch, but that we can actually provide them out-of-the-box components that they can leverage and use to build their app. So um, now I'll, I'll switch over to give, giving you a bit of a, an overview of what that UI library can do. Um, so th this is our, our um, this is our, what we call our storybook. Um, storybook is an awesome tool that uh, lets it it's, uh, allows us to create really visual documentation experiences. And so th this is the documentation for for our UI library for Azure Communication Services. And I want to walk you through a bit of what we've done here. Um, as well as uh, a, a couple demos to show you the, what's possible. Um, so you can see that similar to the, the, the last slide I had where I had all the different pieces that make up a communications experience, um, for our UI library, we've actually, we're providing developers all these different pieces as, as individual components that they can leverage, whether it's a control bar, things like a video gallery, or a message thread. We provide developers uh, these building blocks that are uh, highly customizable and that developers can, can control. Um, that we're providing them out of the box so that developers can build their own developer, uh, their own communications experience uh, with the with, with the pieces. And these docs look interactive. Correct. Um, so the you can actually interact directly with them, uh, test out how different things will look, as well as play around with the different types of. Of, um, of, of, of properties that the, that the components have, um, as well as uh, apply things like theme. For example, I could make a dark theme or light theme or a custom theme. Um, wow. Uh, so that developers can really be able to, to play around with them and get an idea of, of what, what is possible. Um, that's really in cool. addition, oh, sorry, go, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that's really cool. Sorry. I'm like, that's interactive documentation for a UI library in real time is pretty sweet. Yeah, we, uh, uh, we we think it 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 gives developers a better uh, ability to understand how these components work individually, and um and so on top of our UI components, we also offer what we call composites. Um, the idea behind composites is that um, we, even though we understand that in in many cases UI components will be interesting for developers, so that they can 
build, uh, they can use the building blocks to build up and, and create their own layouts, their own communication experiences. A lot of times developers are not necessarily interested in, in having a very custom experience. Um, they're looking for something that's uh, potentially easier to, to, to integrate and that um, just works. And so we've built, um, in addition to what we call our calling composites, with uh, composites, uh, we allow developers to embed a end-to-end -end communications experience directly into their app. And so, for example, here I'm just going to instantiate one uh, with a connection string for our uh, Azure Communications Services resource. You can see that uh, that it renders. It has a setup screen where I can choose my devices, and then it runs me directly into a calling calling um, calling screen. And so developers can very easily be able to in, embed these types of experiences in, into their applications um, in, in scenarios where they're not necessarily thinking about deep customization or deep uh, differentiation in terms of the layouts or, or behaviors that they're expecting, but they just want something that works out of the box. Wow. And so, um, oh, sorry. No, I'm just impressed. Like, I'm, I apologize that my wows are throwing you off. Maybe the <laughs> audience is also saying wow right now. Because, you know, in, with adding one connection string to Azure Communication Services, and you're still exploring and looking in docs, you've already got, you know, the beginnings of a call. Correct. Um, and, and just to show you that this is a real call, um, I, I have a, um, I, I'm, I'm going to um, instantiate a call uh, actually with you um, on, on Teams. Um, so I'm going to uh, go through here and just uh, quickly um, generate um, some additional information of our connection string. Okay. Um, in the form of a, um, in the form of uh, a couple of pieces of information that I'll need, including the the user identifier, mm -hmm. identifier, um, the a a connection an access token, um, which is uh, provided uh, from our service. Mm -hmm. um, so, using your connection string, you can get a, a token. Um, and then a display name. And what I'll do is that I have here a just a, a call um, that I will uh, first invite you to. Um, so I'll request join. And then what I'll do is I'll actually um, copy the information um, from here. And I'm going to join that call. So as you can see, uh, there's Scott. Um, and I'm going to go through here. I'm going to. Um, you can see that I can set up my screen, um, set up the call screen. I can say hi um, in here, and I'm going to join the call. And you can see that it's connecting. Um, it now says that I'm waiting to be admitted. Uh, you can okay. see that I got a pop-up here saying, hey, David's waiting in the lobby. Um, because the, after all, this is an anonymous uh, Teams join. Um, and so I can admit myself. Oh, and once I'm admitted, here so I am. I'm, I'm here because I'm really me. Right. I'm I'm this is my work. I just joined from work. Hello on my phone. But you, David, from the browser are my client and you joined anonymously. And that's why you had to come into the lobby. Correct. Correct. And so um, you could imagine uh, various scenarios where uh, whether it's a patient uh, patient doctor uh, meeting or a advisor with with a client meeting where that, that service provider is on their team's client um, like they would for day-to-day -day activities, mm -hmm. and they are able to join um, through, uh, they're able to join the meeting through Teams, and their, and their client can ultimately come in through a custom application like the one I have here and be able to communicate and, and be part of that meeting. 
That's cool. And what's so interesting about this is that the existing application you have is really just the samples, right? Like you're yeah. editing the samples and because of your understanding of uh, identity, which we saw, you literally just took apart that token. You took apart that JSON token and took the pieces you wanted. You can see how quickly someone would be able to go and build one of these into their existing right. application. So someone who's watching has a web app, they could put these components in in just a couple of, maybe an hour. Yeah. Do you want to take a look how we can do this in code? I think you'll be surprised how easy it is. Um, if, you have a, um, if, you have a, if you have a moment, let's see if we can do yeah. it real quick. Yeah. So I'll, I'll okay. leave the call here. I'm going to hang um, up now. <laughs> and um, I'll, I'll move over to um, Visual Studio Code. Um, so here, um, what I've done is I built a, a, a pretty simple example. Um, uh, just as a shout out, it, people can find this example as part of one of our quick starts um, directly on store on Storybook, so uh, our documentation. And what I'm doing here is I'll, I'll walk you through our composite example. Um, so at a high level, uh, what I'm doing is um, first, um, I've, I've set up a very simple um, Azure function that all it's doing is um, generating a token. So um, one of the key principles that we have as part of the architecture behind Azure Communication Services is that we, we try to divide um, um, the, the role that uh, the, the security concerns uh, for the application. And so I'm, I'm, instead of, of using my connection string directly on my application, I just have a very simple Azure function that uses my connection string to then provide me that token and that user identity that I need to instantiate the app. Uh, but you could as easily, just for prototyping purposes, bring those and paste them in. Um, and so th this, this Azure function is just uh, providing me those tokens um, so that I can use them to instantiate the composite. What I, what I am then doing is instantiating um, what we call our adapter. Um, so the way that our composites work is that we've built them in a way where the actual UI and the actual rendering is separated from the, the underlying communication service. Uh, which what mean what that means is that that composite you could very well use it um, without Azure Communication Services. You could plug in your own properties, your own WebRTC implementation, and the composite would still work. Um, we just make it really easy to use it with Azure Communication Services. And so uh, this adapter is our Azure Communications call adapter. Um, that all I'm doing here is instantiating it uh, by passing those th those pieces of information that we talked about of my user ID, my display name. Uh, my user credential, and, and in this case, the group ID that I want to join. Um, in, it could be either a group ID for um, Azure Communication Services, or it could be a Teams meeting link if you're, if you're looking to do Teams interoperability. Um, once I have that adapter created, um, what I'm then doing is um, simply uh, in one line of code, I am uh, instantiating my call composite and adding an adapter to it. Um, and what that yields us is an experience like this, where um, you can see the same setup, call setup screen just to show that it's live. I'm here. Um, I'm able to customize my sound, my speaker, my camera, and I can join the call. Um, and you can see that here I'm on the call. Um, right now it's only me because uh, I'm the, the only participant. Uh, but all of the, the features that you would expect to work um, are all set up by default for you. Um, and it makes it really easy for developers to um, handle an error. Um, it makes it really easy for developers to be able to integrate communications experiences into their applications with only a couple lines of code. That's cool. I'm trying to think about existing applications that I might have that I want to put calling into. 
This could be great for so many things, for tech support. Uh, this is fantastic. And um, just as an additional detail that I wanted to share, um, because um, you, you might you might be, I, I think a question that folks on the audience might have is like, you know, the, 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 the composite is great, but you showed us some of those components, like how complicated is it for me to compose something using components? And the answer is actually not that hard. Um, and so I wanted to um, switch over and show you a, a small second demo I have here, uh, where instead of using composites, I'm gonna be using the components. Um, and I just need to uncover some stuff here. Um, okay, so rather through. than an existing composite, you are gonna compose something from its component parts. Correct. Um, so what I have here is um, a composable example. So again, similar to the other example, I am, I am using my Azure function to get all the credentials that I need to instantiate the, the service. Um, that's the same as what we've done on, on the other example. Uh, the difference here is that um, in order to use com components, uh, we allow developers to kind of go one level deeper into the stack, where um, in order to instantiate the components, uh, developers go through kind of three steps of setup. The first one is creating what we call the call client, um, so that um, that is the underlying um, object that controls the state of, of the call, and that is going to allow us to then uh, perform a call on top of it. And so uh, developers, when they're using components, they get access to all that underlying um, um, objects that, that give them a lot more control over the experience. So we go through creating a call client, um, then creating a call agent, uh, which is a, a layer on top of that, that call client uh, that um, specifically controls an, a specific call. And then we go ahead and we essentially join a call. So using that call agent, I go ahead and, and I and I and I start a call into a group ID. So again, th three 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 steps that developers need to go through: creating that call client, creating a call agent, and then joining the call. Mm -hmm. And then once we have that, um, what we've created, what we've done is that we provide developers um, some out of the box providers um, that make it really easy to uh, hook our, our our UI components to the underlying state of the call. Um, and so you can see here that I've, I, I, I have my three providers, one for my call client, one for my call agent, one for my call, um, that I've instantiated using those objects that I created above. And then um, inside of them, I have my call UI, uh, where I'm using um, two there of our components, uh, our go. video gallery, mm -hmm. uh, our, our control bar with three buttons, the camera button, microphone button, and end call button. And, uh, we, we, we make it easy for developers to be able to connect those things together, our providers and our UI components together, by using um, some helper methods uh, to create the props for each of those uh, components based on the provider state that we have above. And so the, what this yields is a similar experience, um, obviously not, not, not as fancy maybe as, as the composite, but that still allows you to be able to connect into a real call, here I am again, um, and that um, enables a much deeper level of customization. You could imagine developers uh, creating different layouts, moving components around, um, maybe putting the control bar on the right or on the left or, or, or putting it somewhere else on the screen. Um, so developers have a lot more ability to customize and control the experience here, um, but it does come at, at a cost of a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But folks can use that right now. We saw in the samples how easy it is to work with this, and they can learn more 
about this at the ACS Storybook, and we're going to include links in the show notes for that so people can get started right away. Yes, yeah. Um, the the ACS UI library is 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 currently in in public preview, um, and we're it's it's already available for developers to be able to to pick up and start using. And we're excited to see the types of applications that they're going to build with it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, David, for teaching me how to add communications to my apps with the Azure Communication Services and the ACS UI library. I'm ready to go and integrate this into my blog. Uh, and I'm learning how today on Azure Friday. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Azure Friday. Now I need you to like it, comment on it, tell your friends, retweet it. Watch more Azure Friday.